Welcome here to a very special National Signing Day moment. Very excited to have this. You know, every single year, Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora brings you National Signing Day in a very special way. And inside the Cafe Kubal Studios here on MixLR.com backslash Wake Up Call DT, Wake Up Call DT.com, as well as on Facebook.com backslash Wake Up Call DT, Facebook.com backslash Live Now DT, and on YouTube.com backslash Wake Up Call DT. I have the pleasure and the opportunity of celebrating National Signing Day with you all. And this is for the incoming True Freshman Class of 2022 and someone who is no stranger to the broadcast. We talked to him just a little bit ago, and we will be sharing that on Facebook at Wake Up Call DT, Twitter at Call DT, and Instagram at Wake Up Call underscore DT to give you even more of the conversation between myself and Donovan Brown, who's here with me this morning, wide receiver for the incoming class of 2022 out of Quince Orchard in Gaithersburg, Maryland. Donovan Brown, a 2022 wide receiver who committed to Syracuse. We spoke about his commitment, and now we're talking about his signing with Syracuse, making it official. So let's bring him in. Donovan, how you doing today? I'm doing good. How about you? Doing very well, man. And listen, I, I remember the, the first time that we spoke. I remember the night. I remember where I was. I feel like that was forever ago. And here it is, National Signing Day. Has it felt like forever for you, or has time flown by? Um, you know, the season kind of felt very long because, you know, for me, I ain't never had a season like that. And I was really blessed to have a season like that. And, you know, I never played football like for a season that long in my life. So it just, it kind of felt very long. And then our interview, you know, together, it was like, it, it felt long ago too. Cause I think that was before my season, maybe, but yeah. Yeah, it was because we you committed uh, July 30th of 2021, and we spoke right after that. So, Yeah. So bring me into the, the season. Like you said, you had a long season. I never had a season like it. Bring me into this season, and let's paint a picture for the Syracuse fans on how your season went as you get set to come to Syracuse. Okay, my season, I'll say, you know, I'll say my season was a great, you know, great little rodeo, but – there was there was blockers, it, like walls, yeah, walls that were in, in my way, you know, or in our way, sorry, didn't mean to be selfish there, but in our way to succeed to where we wanted to be at. I'll say, you know, there's a couple good teams that we had to play, but my team and I, you know, we, we pulled through, you know, the brotherhood that we had, it pushed us and we had one goal. And Coach Kelly, you know, he preached it. Every day in practice, state champs, state champs. So instead of saying, you know, one, two, three, QO, it was state champs because that's all we wanted to be. And, and going and, on through the season. Yeah, go ahead. Just, oh, sorry. Yeah, going on through the season, it was just one mindset, only one way to, only one way to go out and to have a 14 0 season. It was just a great feeling. So for you, your coach preaches state champs, state champs, state champs. To have that be the mantra and the hope and the desire and what you were working toward and then to accomplish that. I mean, what did that mean to you to have it as a dream, have it as a goal, have it as something you want to do and then be at the end of the season in the last team standing, just what it meant to you that you guys didn't just say you wanted it, you went out and got it. You know, even beforehand, like I actually like, I'm not even gonna lie to you. You know, some people just say, it. you know, they say, I had a dream, but like, no, I like, I remember even my mom would tell me, even when during track season, she'll be like, she, like, I used to do high jump, and she'd be like, see it, be, close your eyes, see it, and do it before you jump. 
And, you know, that took me a long way in life because I did, uh, even when my number was called, see me scoring, see me catching the ball and actually doing it. And I would do it and I would always be in my head every time. And ever since she told me that, like everything you believe in your head, if you if you see it, if you think you can do it, just know you're going to do it once you preach that. And before the game, it's just like I sit there, I sit there and pray to myself, you feel me, and pray for my team. You know, just on my on my own, and you know, I sit there and pray, and then I analyze the game in my head and how I was gonna go. And we did exactly that. We executed. We played exactly the way we wanted to play, and it was just a great game. Speaking here with Donovan Brown, twenty twenty two true freshman signee here on National Signing Day for the Syracuse Orange in their future. Donovan, some teams have players that are individually successful. But collectively, the team is not strong and they don't win. How did your team have individual success and team success? What can you say about your coaching staff and your teammates that you weren't just a team where some of you did well statistically, but that you were a team collectively that won a championship? Uh, The difference between my team and every other team is that we bonded after practice and before practice. You know, some people... Some people think, you know, just being in a locker room together and, you know, talking and doing what y'all do is like bonding. That's not really bonding time with us. Us, you know, after practice, we'll sit in the parking lot, talk for a couple of minutes with, you know, for all, like, I I wish I could show you, but I can't right now because, yeah, but we, it was one time before the basketball game, we were all outside having fun, dancing, just doing what we do the best, you know, just living our lives because, you know, that's how we do. And we were bonding. And then the next the next day when we played Damascus, we whooped them, we spanked them. I can't remember the score, but I don't even think I don't even think Damascus got past the fifty. And we just we were scoring. It felt like we were scoring every time we touched the ball. And I had a ninety yard, uh, ninety yard uh, touchdown that day. So yeah, and, and the coaches, I'll say, the coaches, you know, they pushed us to our limits, and it felt like every day of practice was a fight if you understand, like not, you know, physically punching, but it's like every day at practice, it felt like war because it was nothing easy at practice. It was never an easy day. It was always a fight, fight, fight. And that's what we needed because our team was very competitive and nobody wanted to lose. You know, and, and for you to have that fight, to have that desire, that that want to, how did you guys put away the selfishness? Was that something that, you know, the coaching staff had to teach and bring within you? Did, you know, your teammates and you come in already with maturity yourselves that maybe your family taught you and whatnot? How did you have a culture of success before you were successful? Okay, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not going to lie here, you know. I guess most of my team were, are, were already, you know, they already had that bond and I was just coming in. So, because uh, I'm a transfer into the school. So, you know, I was just coming in. I didn't really, like, understand the bond as much. So after the three-game season, I understood the bond, but I, I didn't understand it because, like, as much because I only played three games with them. So I only had the three weeks of practice with them. You know, it sounds like a lot of time, but it's not really a lot of time. And during the 7-on-7, seven seven, I was kind of still selfish. I was I was more of a throw-me-the-ball-only-me-me-me, and it kind of, like, transferred into the season. But due to the coaches... You know, they talked to me, they pulled me aside, and then that's when we started bonding with the team. I started bonding with the team more. 
and everything got better and I stopped I stopped saying me, me, me and we started winning more games than you. So it just like kept going and going. And I really want to thank the coaches for that. So now that it can transfer when I play with uh Syracuse, it's not always just me, 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 everybody, you know, I gotta eat. So for you, when you came onto this team and, and you transferred in, like you said, you were more about yourself and then you became more about the team. How yeah. how did you how did you finally what was the turning point that you felt like you were like, you know what? I can't just be about myself. This isn't the Donovan Brown show. Like I want to, I want to win with Quince Orchard. What was the moment or moments where you saw yourself shift and become more of a team player? It was once, I want to say, you know, the first time we played Walter Johnson, I got, you know, I scored. And then after I scored, um, it was more of a blocking show for me. So, like, once I really started blocking more, I realized that other people are going to eat. And everybody, you know, everybody's going to be happy at the end of the day because I was yelling before we even scored because we were having a a bad little game. You know, we were, like, too many penalties, and I was getting angry, and I started yelling at the team. But once I realized that yelling doesn't do that, like, doesn't help the team, it brings them down. Once I started cheering people up, then we started playing better and we started playing the uh, coin social way. So for you, how do you stay a team player? How do you not revert back to yelling or making it about you? How do you come to Syracuse and stay a team player, be about the team, and not get selfish? When things go bad, stay positive because then people feed off their energy and they become positive to other people and they see you. They see you doing good, so they're going to want to do good. That coming from Donovan Brown here, hanging out with us in the National Signing Day Special 2022. Incoming true freshman as a wide receiver from Quince Orchard in Gaithersburg, Maryland, coming on to Syracuse. Donovan, for you, we spoke about your recruitment and what made you say yes to Syracuse. Since you've said yes to Syracuse, there have been numerous wide receivers that have left the program Taj Harris, the number one receiver on the team, gone. Sherrod Johnson, gone. Cooper Lutz, who was a running back slash wide receiver, he's gone. There's uh, Landon Morris, who really never got going at Syracuse, coming in very young, and he may have all four seasons of eligibility. If not, he has three, and he's already over in Utah. Has that affected you at all, the fact that you've seen wide receivers kind of run out of the program? is How have you viewed that as an incoming wide receiver, knowing that there's been a bunch of guys, including both tight ends, Aaron Hackett and Luke Benson, over the last two years have left. Uh, what does that say to you, and has it made you concerned at all as a wide receiver coming into Syracuse? Uh, no, I just know that they're more selfish type of people. You know, everybody wants theirs, you know what I'm saying? And I had to learn it the hard way. Like, it's not all about me. You know, other people are in this world, too. So, you know, college is a business, man. It's not It's not all about you, but you, you can make it however it is, if you just do the right thing. And I, you know, I'm learning that from a young age, and I'm not even in college yet. You know, and that's that's what it is. So, like, my, my uh, official visit, I learned that just from hanging out with the players, and, and I really respect them for that, for teaching me that before I even got up there. So, it's just like I really want to make that bond with the quarterback and the team and the line and the coaches so we can, you know, win more games. You know, and that's and that's the thing as we look at this. Uh, Aronde Gadsden, the second 
a true freshman. He's got plenty of time on the team. Uh, Damian Elford, who's young on the team as well. He's back. Anthony Queeley and Courtney Jackson with the most experience. They're back onto the roster. Have you gotten to be around any of them, any of the receiving core, and built any of those relationships? I got, yeah, I got to be with some of the receivers. And, you know, I, you know, I mess with them really heavy. I think they're really cool people. And I think we're going to get along just fine. So, and, and just, you're just what? You know, I just think that, you know, I'm going to have a good, you know, good all four years or three years, however long it is, I'm there. And for you to be on this Syracuse team with Garrett Schrader, uh, we saw that Schrader ran the ball a lot. Uh, We know coming from Mississippi State, he was a runner. He had 113 carries for almost 600 yards at Mississippi State in 2019, over five yards a carry, came to Syracuse and ran the ball very well, double-digit rushing touchdowns, gave the ball a lot to Sean Tucker. As a wide receiver, you said you learned that other people ate and, you know, when you're at Quince Orchard, that it's not just about you, but it's about blocking downfield. How do you feel about being in an offense that may be run heavy and you may be blocking a lot as opposed to catching the ball? How do you feel about having a running quarterback and, and a team that focuses on the run when you're coming in as a wide receiver? You know, the Quince Orchard was more of a running team, you know. So I already learned early that, you know, the running game sets up the passing game, so – you know, will be easy, you know, knowing that the running backs can turn up if I block and then it's going to, they're going to, you know, the defense is going to run commit and then boom, touchdowns up the top. So not really worried. And so for you, have you gotten to know Garrett Schrader? Have you built a relationship with the quarterback at all? Uh, no, when I was there, he was already gone. Uh, he went home. So didn't really get to see him. So for you, how important is that to make sure that you you build that bond, build that relationship? Are you the type of wide receiver that is going to contact Garrett and say, hey, man, you know, let's get together. Let's throw for a little bit. Let's grab something to eat. Like, do you want to build that relationship and that personal bond? Do you want him to know your tendencies? Like, will you go the extra mile to spend more time with him than just practice? Uh, Yeah, you know, especially if I want, you know, one play time as a freshman. I think that I should be able to, you know, talk to the quarterback more and, you know, bond with him a little bit more. So it's like if I, when I, if I, you know, when I get my number called, he can trust me and he'll throw me the ball and I can make a play. You know, and, and you coming onto this team uh, they, with the wide receivers leaving, Terrence Samuel, the wide receiver coach, also left for Kansas. So I know we talked a little bit off the air, but who is going to be your wide receivers coach and how much do you know about them? Uh, coach Samson, he's, you know, he, he's a good coach, you know. I respect him as a man and as a coach. And, you know, I'm, I'm ready to build that bond with him. And I'm, I'm just ready to work with him. So, for you, you know, what did Coach Samson tell you about his history? Did he talk to you about his playing days or anything like that? Oh, yeah, he told me how it was in the NFL and, you know, how he was in college. And, you know, that's kind of the mindset I have right now. It's the hunger, and he had a lot of hunger in him. So I think he's going to work out very well. And what did he tell you about his college days? Because he was over at Baylor, right? Yeah. Uh, he told he told me once he got his opportunity, he didn't let go of the gas pedal. And, you know, once he made a lot of it, his dreams came true. So it's just like 
you know, I don't got to be the most athletic guy on the field, but if I'm the most hardworking guy, it's going to show. And that's when I get, you know, that's how I get mine. And so for you, you know, seeing him and, and having that experience with him, what do you think about the fact about he had, was a quality control coach for Syracuse on offense, him being elevated to the wide receivers coach and taking on that new role. Do you like that as an incoming player that you're going to be with him in his first year as a wide receivers coach? I mean, how, how do you see that? You know, I, I see it as a good thing because, he, you know, he's been in my shoes. He played my position, and he's he, he been in the NFL. You can't complain about that. So he knows, he knows more to the game than I ever did in my life because he's been all the way to the next level he played. So I have no problem with anything. He could teach me things I didn't know of that I probably still don't know of to this day. So I'm just ready to learn and work hard. That coming here from Donovan Brown, 2022 incoming wide receiver for Syracuse. And Donovan, for you, in your recruitment out of Quince Orchard in Gaithersburg, Maryland, who were the main coaches for Syracuse that were recruiting you? We got we had Coach Reno and Coach uh, Coach Reno, but he's gone now. And then we uh, Coach Samuel, you know, he believed in me very much. And Coach Baber, you know, they the head coach, you know, he really believed in me and he gave me a chance. So I'm, you know, I don't want to let him down, and I and I know I have it in me to, you know, do what he wants to see. So you have two position coaches. You had uh, Reno Faree, who's gone, and you have. Terrence Samuel, who's gone, Reno Faree, who was let go, and Terrence Samuel, who decided to leave to go to Kansas. Did that affect you at all, that the two assistant coaches recruiting you left the program either by being let go or by moving on to a different role? I mean, it didn't really – I mean, you know, I, I felt some type of way, but it's a business and I can't control anything that happens. I just got to keep working regardless. So what kept you committed to Syracuse – not having Reno Faree or Terrence Samuel going to be there, coaches that were with you through the recruitment process, what what made you stay committed to Syracuse to right now as you've signed your letter? Uh, what keeps me committed to Syracuse is that when I went down there, when I went down there, it was much love from everybody. You know, they treated me like family and don't even know me like that yet. And they showed me the most love about every college that, you know, every college that's in my phone. So I'd rather be where I'm loved than where I'm not even, you know, like, so. I love that quote. I'd rather be where I'm loved than where I'm not even liked. Awesome quote from Donovan Brown. Donovan, we've had a lot of conversations going into that. We've had the opportunity to share a lot of things going into uh, you coming into Syracuse. But So before I let you go, just what you want the fans to know about the future They've seen, like I said, a lot of wide receivers leave the program over the last couple of years, and you're a wide receiver coming in to a depleted wide receiver core. What should they know about the wide receivers with you coming in, and what do you want to say to the fans? You know, all I can say to the fans is us receivers at Syracuse, man, we're going to work hard and put a show on for you guys. That's it. Work hard and put a show on for you guys. Gaithersburg, Maryland, you told me something off the air that I think is awesome. I want to share it. You played in your undefeated season, your state championship season of this season. You went up against Sean Tucker, who is from Owings, Maryland. You went up against Sean Tucker's high school. Bring me into that. 
No, I never played against him. Never so played I, against him, but you played against his high school this year, right? Uh, I think so. If he went to uh, Ole Mill, yeah, we played against their high school. You know, sorry if he went there. You know, because we we baked him, baked him. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, had to you know go to that state champion and you know win the win the ring. Had to end the season off good. Yeah, and, and Donovan, for you, how would you describe your game? Is there any receiver or receivers you'd like in your game to? What should people know about your talent and kind of what to expect of you on the field? Uh, okay, when I'll say, I'll say, I'll say my gameplay is more like a Julio Jones. Okay. And my hands, because I have great hands, so say, say like, the one season D Hop had. That's how, that's how I feel. My, that's how good my hands are. Okay, fair enough. So Donovan Brown coming in to Syracuse. Donovan, there's a long line of of strong Syracuse wide receivers in history. The Marvin Harrisons, the Kevin Johnsons, the I mean, just receiving core as a whole. The Art Monks of the worlds, and and so on and so forth. Uh, recent guys that have done some great things. As as uh, you know, great possession receivers like Irv Phillips and Steve Ishmael, and so on and so forth. What do you think about? Do you think at all about the history of the Syracuse wide receiver Rob Moore? Uh, does do, does that come to mind? Have you done any research on the wide receivers that came before you? Yeah, I did some research, and you know, I'm you know, I'm, it's a lot of receivers that came out of Syracuse. So you know, it's a big chance for me to make it to where I want to go in my life. So, I think I should be good. Fair enough. Donovan Brown coming to Syracuse. Donovan, we, we saw that the the school decided to keep Dino for year seven. I was at the press conference for it. What are your thoughts of, of coming onto a team and signing onto a team where, you know, there was kind of maybe a question mark about the head coach. There's been changes to the coaching staff, as we talked about, with Reno Faree and Terrence Samuel and other guys. Uh, there's a new offensive coordinator that's going to be coming into Syracuse. How do you feel about all that? None of that really bothers me because it's a business. You know what I'm saying? I can only control what I can control. So everything else is just out the picture for me. Fair enough. Final point here with Donovan Brown coming into Syracuse for 2022 as a true freshman wide receiver out of Maryland. Rapid fire, back and forth, three apiece. I'm going to let you go first. Nothing to do with sports just to get to know you a little bit better, and then you get to put me on the hot seat and have some fun. What's your first question for me? Okay, first question. Now we going to start off easy. Favorite color? Favorite color is green. Uh, I always love the color green, the green ranger, the power rangers as a kid. So uh, green's my favorite color. That's my favorite color too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Why, why is green your favorite? Uh... I don't really like have a reason why. It's just ever since I've seen the color green, I just always liked that color. There's okay. no good reason. It's, I just like the color green. All right. So we both like the color green. That's a good start for us. My first question for you, what moment in your life do you think defines who you are? Like, is there a moment that you can say, this is like, this is Donovan Brown to a T. Like, do you have a moment that you feel like really showcases who you are? Um, I could say when I, you know, it was one day I was talking to my mom and she was telling me 
how good I was as a player because it was at a point in my life where I was down and I felt like I wasn't as good as she said I was, right? And, you know, I cried about it. I stayed in my room. I didn't want to talk to anybody. And my mom came into my room and she talked to me and she told me how much, you know, how special I was. One day, you know, somebody's going to come and offer me and all this other stuff. And, I, you know, I didn't believe it, but, you know, I took her word for it. You know, did what she told me to do, did better than what she told me to do. And now look at me. Yeah. So, you know, shout out to my mom. And and what's mom's first name? Lisa. Shout out to Lisa. So showing Lisa some love. Got to take care of mom, especially on the on the broadcast here. So shout out to Lisa. God bless you. What's your second question for me? Um, three people you would think in your life. What was that? Three people you would think in your life. Three people I would think in my life? Yeah. Okay. I would say my... Oh, that's hard. I would say my G-mama, best person I know, my mom's mom. So my grandma, my mom's side. I'd say G-mama. I would say my mom and my dad. I would I would thank my dad for things that he taught me, maybe not even on purpose, and things he did teach me on purpose. I would thank my mom for everything she's taught me, and I would thank my grandmother for literally being in a the best example of what it means to be a God-centric person on this planet. My grandmother, by far, uh, showed me what it was like to live life the right way in a lot of ways, so I want to thank her for that. Okay. My second question for you, what is one song that best describes you and why? Oh. I actually don't know the answer to that. I actually don't. Okay, well, how about this? We'll, we'll keep with music. What is the one song you could come out to in the Dome and never get sick of it? Um, one song, I could say Long Day by No Savage. I mean, you might not know it, but, you know, that's a rapper from down where I'm from, DMV. Okay, yeah, no, I, I, I love, I'm a big fan of hip-hop myself, so I know, I know a lot of stuff. I, I like a lot of stuff from back in like 80s 90s but you know i am a i'm a fan i'm a fan of, of some stuff now i like i like kendrick lamar i like drake i like wayne there's some other people that i'll roll with now that kanye i said you know kanye post kim kardashian i think is going to be good again so i'm excited for kanye now i'm gonna see what he's got i'm gonna give him a chance but uh i'm i'm a big drake fan so i will say that okay what's your last one for me um If you had a million dollars right now, what is the first thing you're buying? Ooh, and a million dollars right now is the first thing I'm buying. I am taking care of any bills for the people that I love the most. I'm paying off their houses. I'm paying off whatever medical bills, whatever they got to get done, whatever they got to get fixed. I'm taking care of you know those people that I love the most. I'm paying it forward to them because they've been so good to me. Okay. What's your last? And then my last one for you would be, you got some good questions. My last one for you, Donovan. Mm. If people could only say one thing about you, what would you want them to say? Determine. Determine. 
Okay. Short and sweet, determined. That coming from Donovan Brown, coming to Syracuse, National Signing Day Special, on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, inside of the Cafe Kubal Studios, Quince Orchard, Gaithersburg, Maryland, wide receiver, coming on to Syracuse's team for 2022. Donovan, as always, thank you for your time. Thanks for being a part of the show. I can't wait to uh, have you back on again, and I'm looking forward to meeting you in person when you come up here to Syracuse for good. So looking forward to it. Congratulations, and please uh, give your family my best, and I hope you all enjoy the celebration. Of course, of course. All right, man. Take care. All right, you too. Take care. See you.